The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Hey, Dale Jr. Download listeners, Jason Schultz here. The download season may be over for now, but don't worry, we've got a special drop for you. This is Dirty Mo Live, our new live show streamed on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube, or now you can listen to it in podcast form too. Follow the Dirty Mo Live podcast feed to catch everything, and you can find that wherever you listen to your podcast. And enjoy this special episode we recorded with Dale Jr., Josh Barry, and TJ Majors after Dale's late model race at Florence. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bojangle studio here. Uh, another episode of Dirty Mo Media Live. I'm Dale Hart Jr. I'm going to be a uh, co-host today. Joining me is TJ Majors, my spotter from this past weekend. <laughs> And Josh Berry with the crew chief for the uh, Bass Pro Shops Late Model Stock Car at Florence Motor Speedway. And we just wanted to talk about our experience. We had a lot of fun, guys. Um, came away with a ninth place finish. Should have been way better than that. Had a fast car. And uh, a lot of ups and downs. And um, let's get to it. So uh, Josh has um, been really kind enough to kind of spearhead any kind of late model stock racing that I've, I've been wanting to do here lately and sets up an amazing race car uh we got a great group of guys over there um uh brian schaefer and his whole his whole team that kind of oversee our late mile stop program for carson quapple and you know so carson's entered in the race and i'm going to go run i ran at florence a long time ago back probably about 35 40 races back in the mid 90s and i hadn't been there and i was dying to go uh they had this uh south carolina 400 every year at the end of the season and it just worked out anyways um you know, uh, I don't even know where to begin. There was so much going on, <laughs> but uh, we we had like so. You know, we're going to go run a race, and um, we ran the Sundrop car earlier this year in the Cars Tour race at Wilkesboro. Had a great finish. Uh, Josh, you were you were the crew chief there. TJ, you spotted. We had an awesome time, and um, and that checked a lot of boxes for me. Like, okay, man, I can kind of <laughs> do this. I, I think I might you know go try it again. And so we decided to go to Florence, um, and you guys kind of, you know, stepped up and were ready to go. Uh, TJ, you flew in and out with Joey on the little four-seat airplane. Mm-hmm. They had a little strip next door that was kind of convenient. Yeah, it was a little grass runway. It's a little um, – it's fun. Yeah. And so, um, you know, what did you think of Florence? Had you ever been there? I had never been there. What did you think is, about that track? It is exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, it's like a sister of Myrtle Beach kind of. Yeah. Uh, old wore out um i mean it, it just it's exactly what i pictured a, a south carolina you know just a track that that you know you had ran out a long time ago i've heard a lot about it uh, a lot of fun i mean just i like the fact i like wore out racetracks yeah. they're probably on top of my list as far as how you gotta approach them and drive them it's not just as hard as you can go every single lap it's kind of there's a technique to it there's skill to it um and i i liked it yeah i didn't know there was that much technique and skill to it until uh <laughs> josh was telling me about man you know if you get if you move if you run about you know six inches lower right here it's about a tenth faster and uh a guy was asking me uh was the track as technical back in the 90s and i was i was like no nah, man we just we you were in a different <laughs> place in the corner every time you went through it you never you just went through the corner <laughs> as fast as you possibly could go and never worried about well if i move down or i get a little tighter here or i enter this way we weren't really that 
you know, technical about it back then, but the cars are, you know, it's so close and so tough, the competition that you try to get every little, you know, you're always, you know, you're, you're really paying attention to all those little details. And obviously with Josh and his experience, um, he's going to feed me all kinds of great information about how to get the car around the corner faster. There's no walls there. We see some guy. We saw some guys test, you know, the, the, the landscape. Mm-hmm. We saw that. When they flew sure. out of the racetrack, a yep. couple th- uh, stuck throttles, blown right front tires. That was uh, by far the most <clears throat> eventful one there with that. I think – I mean, I've been there several times, and I remember, you know, one car going off. I feel like uh, that was it was pretty Big. wild weekend. Yeah, yeah. We had one guy uh, stick throttle on and and went off into the woods in turn one and and landed on a, a, a cement block and ripped the door bars out of the right yeah. side of the car and lucky to get out of there in yep. one piece. Um, Josh, so <clears throat> I noticed, um, you know, when we get there, uh, me and you, we got some campers from Camping World. So yeah. Camping World is going to donate a camper for the Wendell Jr.'s ride uh, this year, the raffle, where we give away a, a camper and a truck. And I said, you know, why don't I take that camper and use it this weekend and, and um, you know, give it a good – I want to buy one as well. So I'm going – actually, actually going shopping later today to, to look at some. But um, I sold my Airstream to Michael Waltrip, and now I'm kind of getting in back into it and get me some bunks for the girls and all that stuff. But I was I was using this uh, – we had some campers set up, a little compound with a – with the, the the solo stove in the middle and uh, had some beers every night and cooked and yep. chatted and hung out. Uh, even after the race, we hung out until four in the morning, <laughs> and then we got up at eight and drove home. Uh, was TJ hanging out too? No, I flew TJ in, was not. I flew in and out. He was in the air. TJ's in there. Yeah, he was. He was. I flew in and out every day. But uh, we we got there and um, sat around tenth on the board, tenth to fifteenth on the board for the most of the weekend and kind of didn't struggle with the car, but kind of wondered what we could do to make it faster. I mean, how did you view the process of practice and leading up to qualifying? Yeah, no, it was, um, you know, I I knew that it would take a little time for you to adjust to it. I actually kind of feel like Florence is one of the harder places to go and make speed. You know, just like I talked about, I feel like it's a little technical. You know, where you place the car is really important to how it drives. So I knew that you had to learn a little bit of that. Um, and yeah, but I felt, I still felt pretty decent about it the whole time. I felt like obviously we wanted to be a little bit quicker, you know, you want to be the fastest car or whatever, but I, I felt like I knew with your experience that when it come time to race, I knew that you would be able to race, race up there and, and definitely be competitive. Um, I wasn't I so think, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we, we all had a conversation about it. Yeah. I remember, you know, me and Ryan and, and Brian, I, as well you know we talked about like what our expectations were i think that was a little bit different right because so when we went to wilkesboro we had no expectations right Mm -hmm. like this is the first time we've ever done it and really it rained so there was like a 20 minute practice and it was like boom boom yeah it was like boom 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 all right we're qualifying and racing right so there was more expectations now you know we went third there so we're like well we can you know we obviously we proved that we can all do you know do this together we want to make it better um, but that's a tough race. You yeah. know, there's lots of practice. There's a tire shortage ongoing. So you're like trying to pay attention to what other people have and we don't, you know, we have versus them. And, but there was way too much practice. Yes. Mm. Way yeah. too much. We had, uh, you, there was a open practice on Thursday, 245 Wednesday. or Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. There was two 45 minute oh, sessions right. Thursday. I didn't go. Josh, Josh went up there with the car and drove it which was great for me to have have you drive the car and kind of like, hey, man, I'm going to hop in this thing, and Josh has got all yeah. the big problems figured out. Um, Friday, I get there, and there's a four-hour practice straight, mm. four yeah. hours. Uh, we ran for about two hours, and I was like, 
what else can we do? I mean, we, yeah. you know, we almost had to stop and just sit and wait because we were just yeah. going to do it. You know, we we're going to burn our tires up. So it was way too much practice. There was another four hours in little chunks on Saturday yeah. before qualifying. So basically, ten hours almost. 10 hours of practice. In three it days. really just gave us a lot of time to just overthink it. I feel like a little 100%. bit, which we, I, I feel like we, uh, I, I feel like I did a pre I've, I've learned a lot, even with the Xfinity racing, right? Like I've really learned that, man, a lot of times you just, there was too much practice, yeah. right? You learn, you know, even in the Xfinity cup series now without practice or now the short practice, the same cars run up front, no matter what, mm -hmm. most of the time. I mean, there's not, you know, there might be a happy medium there to explore, but you know, yeah, that was way too much practice. Yeah. So, and and after, like I said, I drove the car Thursday. Um, obviously, the conditions are a little bit different, but you know, I felt pretty. Good. I felt like it was pretty solid, and it was just about trying to get you more comfortable, get you there. Um, the, you know, we finally we get get to this point. You know, we do a mock qualifying run right then to practice or one of the last practices. It was it was pretty good. I mean, it was right there, maybe. I don't know, half a tenth or tenth right. off the best time for the whole weekend. Yep. So I felt pretty good about that. But I think that even, you know, we talked about afterwards, I think I told you that, you know, for whatever reason, it always seems to pick up a lot from that moment, you know. Yeah. So um, I think looking back on it, maybe you weren't expecting it to pick up that much. Maybe could have done things a little bit different. You know, maybe we could have made a couple more adjustments. But yeah. like I said, once you got in the race, I mean – 50 laps into the race, we're moving forward, passing cars and dodging some wrecks. And yeah. you know, before you know it, we're in the top five. I know. So uh, qual I, this whole thing is only this, – this whole thing, meaning me going to the racetrack and running a late model race, only works if it's fun and doesn't get competitive or stressful. And I don't get the way I usually get when I drive <laughs> race cars, and that's like, we got to win, we got to run. This got to be faster, 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 faster. And so <clears> – <throat> You know, there was a moment during the qualifying process where I was literally about to shit my pants. <laughs> and so they were they were going to take the top 20, and uh, that would lock you in if you could qualify in the top 20. There were 53 cars there. Judging by what we ran all weekend, we thought we were good enough to do that. Like Josh said, they went out there and they picked up, you know, two tenths or more and we're running really fast laps. We saw that immediately as qualifying started, and we're waiting on our turn to go. And I'm looking at Josh. He's on the other side of the car, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I think I think, I think I know what you're thinking. It's like, do you, you're looking at me going, do you see what they're doing? Do you see what they're running? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to go run that? Mm -hmm. you think you can go do that? And I'm sitting there going, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I can go run that. And so we go out there to qualify, and we're not fast enough. We're like 26th or something like that. Yeah. And so <clears> – <throat> No, we were thirtieth. Yeah, we were late. In the we very first that. round, we were thirtieth out of fifty-three cars, and I was so so disappointed uh, that I, you know for no, I didn't know why we wasn't able to pick up. You know, Carson ran good enough to get in the top ten, and um, I felt like I was about ten spots off of him. You know, so I should have should have been in, inside that top twenty. So that was pretty disappointing. We got there to rerun. We're getting ready to go rerun, and we really don't know what the process is. The the the, it's a free for all is what it is. Yeah, that's so, what I, I was sitting here thinking. Like, we need to make sure we leave enough time to talk about talk the race because it was well, the race too. Because yeah. the ra there was plenty to cover there. I know. Well, the qualifying was very nerve wracking. We finally were able to get ourselves in. Yeah. That was such a relief to me. I was legitimately uh, terrified that that you know I was not going to make this race. You know, I could go out there and screw this up, and almost did. And uh, 
anyways, we get ourselves into the race, and now I'm not so sure we're going to run as good as you think, or you, you know, I'm not sure that, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I can say the tires, you know, but is that going to give me enough speed at the end of the race to drive through there? Race starts, I'm so much more happy now after qualifying, qualifying out of the way. Everything else from here on out is gravy. I'm in a way better place emotionally. <laughs> so, um, you know, we get in the car and and the race gets going. And literally from the very, very drop of the green flag, it is the most fun I can remember having in a race car. Uh, you know, I'm sure I've had great times in cars, but of recent memory, this is so much fun because this thing – you know, it's just, it's very fun to drive. There's a lot of, you know, the tires are kind of soft and forgiving. Uh, everybody's out there making all types of mistakes. I'm making mistakes. And you see a lot of guys running really, really hard, and you know you're not. I'm sitting there going, man, I'm straight off the corner. I'm not sliding the tires, and I'm watching guys in front of me, and they're just dirt tracking it and carrying on, and we got 190 laps to go. And I'm like, well, I know I'm going to beat him. Well, I know I'm going to beat that one. And sure enough – you know, we like mm-hmm. you say, we got about 50 laps in that race, and they got easier and easier to catch, and then they got easy to pass. And uh, we rode uh, literally just like, you know, 80% for that first 75-lap segment. The race was 75 laps, 75 laps, and then a 50-lap final segment. No cautions, cautions didn't count in the last one. So Right. And so, you know, I thought we got done with that – we got done with that first segment, man, and I'm like, man, I could just do, I could do a thousand miles of this. This is so much fun. I'm not hot. I'm not tired. I'm <coughs> wrecked. Well, we, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was <laughs> yeah. thinking. I mean, we there was a Daytona wreck on the front stretch yeah. that got about that we were so close to getting into. Yeah, Josh, like, he or somebody comes out of the radio and just goes, stop, 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 I, stop, I, stop. I think it was him. Yeah, that was yeah, him. That was me. I'm yeah, like, you, you thought it was me, but that was him. He called it. That's pretty easy uh, directions to follow. Okay, well, I was, I'll just stop. I was worried because that was right. We were right there in turn one on top of our trailer, yeah. and he was in the middle of like, like that's the mm. worst. Like he was telling you, you know, something to change or whatever. Like, and then it As happens, it happening. and we yeah. see it happening, and he's like, stop, 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 stop. And that was close. There was some guy coming there, locking the brakes up, and he's flying sideways and was like six inches. Yeah, thank you, 99. I looked in in the mirror, and I saw him sliding toward me, and so I started coming off the brake a little bit to roll forward to kind of like, hopefully he doesn't hit me. I got a little room between me and the wreck. And I saw, I was talking to Landon Huffman, and he's like, man, I don't know what, he piled in there, you know. Yeah, he definitely was, piled in there. I was, he's like, I don't know what I could have done different. I said, you could have been back there with me. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I said, plus I had a cup, cup level spotter telling me to <laughs> stop, 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 stop. I'm like, that's, you know what, when it comes to spotting, I know that's, it's, it's pretty trivial, but um, simple, simple, like, just do this. I tell you all the time, I'm like, man, you're, yeah. you're like the, you've, you've got the remote control. Just yeah. tell me what to do, and you're going to watch it happen. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, and, and I was lucky to see it. I was lucky to see it pretty much start. Yeah. And thank goodness that 99 had a lot of rear brake. That would have sucked if we'd have <laughs> got caught up in that. We could have easily, yeah, gotten in there. Oh yeah, that would have been. We could have been landing. Yeah. Real easily. So uh, yeah, you know, on those early restarts in that first segment on the outside, it was really easy. A lot of guys were trying to get to the bottom, get to the bottom, and so you got all those cars in front of you trying to file to the bottom. So if you restarted on the bottom, you're just checking up, checking up, checking up. A lot of stop, a lot of a lot of pile ups and and checkups. So the outside line would roll. You would easily, like you said at the start of the race, take all the easy spots. Don't work hard for anything. If they hand it to you, just take that. And so all those guys that could restart on the outside, like Landon did here uh, right before that caution, could roll around the outside and get four or five spots and yeah. that and he did in turn put him in 
the position to be in that wreck where we were kind of bottled up on the bottom and were removed from that crash when it happened. But um, we start the second 75 laps, and I didn't really get any instruction to do this, but about 25 laps into that run, I kind of picked up my pace a little bit. And I saw the 03 Butterbean and a couple other guys that I was running relatively close with moving forward. And I thought, I might, I might actually push my car a little bit more. Still drive straight, still not slide the front, still not spin the rears, but maybe get a little bit more out of it and see what we can do. And because I thought, uh, the way I thought we should maybe be is we needed to be in the top four, uh, two rows for that final 50. Yeah, That final 50 – was going to be run hard. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to win, you needed to be within reach of the leader. You weren't going to drive up there from 10th. I mean, you know, you could have known what we know now with all the wrecks and cautions yeah. that some some that I created. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I felt like we got to race a little bit in this second segment to get ourselves in better position. So, And it worked out. The car was perfect. We'd saved so much tire. It was really easy. A couple guys spun themselves out, out of our way. We gained a lot of track position, you know, by by mistakes that other people made, and passed some cars. And so we, um, you know, for that 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 second segment was fun, as fun as the first. We moved forward, but pretty uneventful. When the caution came out for the final segment, we're sitting in sixth place. Yep. I was pretty surprised with that much track position. I didn't think, because we were sitting in 18th or something like that when we started that segment. Yeah, we missed a wreck on yeah. like 14th and. When that when that segment, I mean, I knew we were kind of doing good, but when the segment when the caution came out, it hit me. I was like, "Damn, we're sixth. Yeah, this yeah. is it's real. This is getting serious." Mm-hmm. Yeah. That second seventy five really showed the guys. There's a couple guys, a handful of them that were racing out front that fell off. Yeah, they got really lapped. Hard. They got lapped. A couple of them got lapped yeah. in that segment. Yeah. It's amazing to see. I know. Yeah, that was when I knew that like you taking <clears> care of your stuff like just straight out of four, doing that stuff like that, that's when I was, like, really – I started to get excited because I'm like, we've been taking care of it, and this guy's really fading, so we're going to be in really good shape. Yeah. And, too, we get to this – you know, to clarify, like, we get to this last – this break at 50, 50 to go. We put rights on, but you run 200 laps on your lefts. So even the guys that had ran harder the beginning of the race still had put more wear on their left sides than we did. Mm-hmm. So we still had – we had an advantage, yep. and we, you know, knew that. Obviously – it's not as much of an advantage with the two tires we put yeah. on, but there was still an advantage there that we knew, you know, that it had kind of created. And, you know, we had saved more and then got to the top six, right? Like yep. you're in, that's, you know, what about the best we could do for where we started. For sure. I know I, we were sitting on pit road between the brakes and y'all, I was, y'all were like, right front looks brand new. Oh man, left sides are great. Yeah. The wear, <laughs> yeah. wear, the wear from the left rear to the left front, pretty much even, pretty much the same. I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm doing it. I'm I mean, if you, it. <laughs> I could. T- I knew you were doing good because I can see the guy sliding out of four, and that's when I think when you started chasing that 03 that one time. I, I think I came on radio like right away, like don't slide it up there because yeah. you like I saw I you pick it up, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, no, not yet. Like yeah. we still got and the the second the last fifty. I know it's only fifty last, but they don't count caution, so it's really like you, you yeah. know it's a longer stage too. I was so. surprised. I, I'm not. I'm not. I guess surprised. I was surprised. I was. I was. I was surprised at how uh, uh, you adapt as a spotter. To what be honest with you, man, this is not the style of racing that you cover in the Cup level, yeah. in the Xfinity and truck. 
but you drop down into uh, you know late model stocks or any you know even in the supers they do this style of yeah. racing where you really got to take care of your tire and you got to and as a spotter well, that's the only advantage we were going to have is yeah. we needed to have an advantage later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with you a long time, and I've seen you do a lot of great, you know, call a lot of great races as a spotter, man. But the two races that you've called for me in the late model car, I mean, you have been. <laughs> How's really, I'm doing really is helping. slowing you down. I know. I mean, <laughs> I love it. I but mean, I, I mean, I can literally yeah. see when you throttle up and you you cross that seam off a four. I know when you're starting to try too hard, and, I'm, and no one's catching you from behind. So I'm just like, let's just yeah, eat straight out of four. You as soon as I tell you something, like the mo one of the most fun things as a spotter is whenever like that line out of four, whenever I'd see you start get carried, like keep your left front low, and like the next lap you come down there and you're like pinned right against yeah. it. That's fun as a spotter because yeah. you're using Listening. the info and, and it works out later. Yep. So we get put in a you know you guys aren't really making any adjustments to the car. Uh, you know what it, what it, what are you thinking before the final segment? What are y'all doing to the car? Um, we swapped uh, swapped some tires around. Obviously, put the rights on, freed the car up a little bit. I kind of have like a standard. We all have like a standard adjustment we kind of make when we put two tires on the car just yeah. to compensate for that. Looking back on it, I'd have probably freed it up a little bit more because sure. I felt like it tightened it up a little bit more than I expected. Yep. Um, but really, it was about like I expected. I felt like we would take off. We would be tight for about, you know, pretty tight for about 15, and then it would start going, and that's that what was how it went. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we got a restart. We started sixth, and then there was immediate caution, and we were fifth. And uh, starting on the outside, my car was really tight. And yeah. starting on the outside, it was better to be there than on the bottom with the tight car. Uh, we beat somebody. Caution comes out. Restart fifth. Get another green flag, and two guys just drove right around me on the outside, and I gave up two spots, and I started to get a little nervous because um, – I felt like I should have been able to defend that spot a little bit easier, but man, they just they just powered yeah. right around me, turning so much better. And I thought, hmm, this isn't good. We're gonna need, you know, this thing's gonna turn we eventually, but is yeah. it gonna turn? Is it gonna happen soon enough? Seven or so laps later, man, we're driving back to them. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, Butterbean, who ends up winning the race, uh, you know, push you know, push me up out of the way <laughs> to get around me, perfectly fine. In late model racing, I don't mind guys you know, leaning into me a little bit. I like to beat it and bang a little bit. I like banging sides and stuff just as long as we we're saw. Not, yeah, just as long as we're not climbing <laughs> tires. And uh and is and I don't mind you moving me up out of the racetrack. Just don't put you know, just don't spin me out. Just don't put me in a bad situation or run me into anybody. And because um, I, I when I caught Butterbean back, I was like, here you go, buddy, you're getting it back. And yeah. so yeah, I moved him off a of four. And uh, he was so loose. He He's was loose out of four. Loose into th he was spinning out into three and sliding up the track and that's how I could get to him uh to give him the bumper off four and so i'm sitting there thinking you know we're gonna run second the 22 mason diaz fastest car on the racetrack yeah. he drives yeah, I, you know, I agree but yeah. he used a bunch of race car to get there yeah and so if we may have had opportunities you never know yeah right but, i felt like for sure we had second place car yeah um <clears throat> i catch the 51 he got moved up out of the way or, or, or is getting passed by his teammate. He was struggling a little yep. bit. Yeah, he, Matt he was Cox. slipping. Yep. yep. And so I knew that, and I'm like, I got to get by him, got to get around him. Uh, and so I get to his inside, and we go down into turn one, and we come up off the corner, and there's no wall around this racetrack. And so there's really, you know, you use that wall as a visual reference to understand, okay, there's the distance between me and the wall. There's enough room for another car there. I'm giving this guy plenty of room. Well, without that wall, it's kind of a little difficult to understand exactly how much room you're allowing this guy to have. Does he have enough asphalt out there uh, before you push him off the racetrack? I felt like that I'd gave uh, the 51 uh, enough room. 
you know, looking at the replay, I came up into his left rear. He was coming from the top, coming down a little bit, but I, I do think I drove through his car. Yeah. Um, they told us, uh, they told us at the uh, driver's meeting, if you cause an accident or you're, you're the reason for it, you go to the rear with the car that spins. Um, and I told you this after the race. I don't ever remember racing in a race where that was a rule. Uh, not, I'm not against it. I don't have a problem with it. But I just know that I've never, you know, when you when you know that and have that mentality and race that way every week, if you go to the same racetrack with the same rule, if you spin this guy, you know you're going to the rear. You race differently, right? Well, I didn't have that mentality in my brain when we were racing that night. I'd never raced in a race where that was a that was a repercussion. And so we come up the corner, and I get into him, and he turns sideways, and I'm like, save it, save it, save it. And he, he's not saving it. And I, he tried I, to drive through it, I think. I know, And I thought he was actually going to overcorrect back up the racetrack into me at one point because I gassed it to go around the outside of him. And, and uh, I, y'all were like, he's, you said, he's okay. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't want to tell you what I really saw. I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, good, he saved it somehow. No. And then I came back around, and he's backwards into the inside wall. And then they're like, all right, man, they're putting you through the rear. And I'm like, and then my phone was going, bzz, bzz, oh, yeah. Bzz, bzz, bzz. All these people texting me. <laughs> yep. I, w- I wish it was just my phone. <laughs> At least you weren't hiding from people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, yeah, you were yeah. I, I don't even know who these people are. So, I, so I people think, on the spotter stand coming after you? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not doing a late model race without a bodyguard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had yeah. a window net. Yeah, I don't. Me. I mean, I, didn't, I don't know if spotters are actually required for that race, are they? Oh, it's uh, yeah. It because doesn't look like it. That's why the eighty-eight kept pulling up next to us as well. He didn't have a spotter. It was radio. Or his radio went out. Yeah. yeah, that's safe. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Mm. I, yeah. So, um, anyways, man, you know my mistake. I ran into the guy, and he ends up losing control of his car and spins out. Certainly unintentional, <laughs> but I was I I think too I was too excited. I was starting to get. I was starting to like get. You can see the front. Yeah. yeah, I was. The adrenaline was pumping. The the reality of the 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 potential great finish we might have was 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 coming to me, and just got got in over my head a little bit. Um, so we get sent to the rear, and uh, and then we have to go. And it's a complete disaster at that. point. Oh yeah, our timing and scoring went out, <laughs> oh, which I actually yeah. found out that was actually the app itself. Yeah, that, the app oh, really? itself went down. I don't okay. think that was related to yeah. the track, coincidentally. Yeah. Yeah, but we're in the back. We have no idea who's on the lead lap. Mm-hmm. Every caution that comes out, there's cars running four wide on the track, so, trying mm-hmm. to fight for spots. And we're like, and I, I mean, yeah. I, like I told you, I said, "Hey, take care of my car a little bit. I got to exactly. race this thing. Like, be a little, you know." Which it actually worked out because you dodged some accidents, you got a few spots, and before you know it, we're back in tenth, right? I know. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I mean, to watch it, it was like I was I couldn't there. believe what I was seeing. Really, I was like, "Man, who's the next car on the lead lap?" And you're like, "I don't know. I can't help you. I can't tell you that." I'm like, "Man, I wish I knew that. I'd line up behind. You know, I'd line yeah. up with him and try to race." And you're like, what? "Looking back on it, we should have just drove past like four Whoever rows. We wanted, yeah, because yeah, they see it, where they put it, us. They just they just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. And so you were like, "Yeah, I got to race this car. Don't crash." And I'm like, "Well, they're probably going to wreck in front of me, so the potential's there." I'm sorry if anything happens yeah. and uh, <laughs> I just want a top 10 and then I got in the top 10 and I'm like man I'm really fast still still very fast and these guys are all so slow they are I catch the zero uh, he's really slow so I catch him pretty easily and I'm thinking I gotta I get by him real quick and then I got to his inside and I screwed up like three corners in a row just drove terribly and couldn't get around him and then the fourth corner I really ruined it uh <laughs> drove in there bounced stern sideways overcorrected into him and all that stuff and took him out um another big mistake of mine 
Um, we have to go to the rear again. We're in the yeah. penalty box. In again. the penalty box yeah. again. You were all, you were like fifth when that I was racing to, for fifth. Yeah, yeah. The adrenaline he, the adrenaline was picking up. Another again. top five <laughs> yeah. finish thrown away. Two I threw away two top five finishes in the same race. Anyways, I don't know how we got ourselves back in the top ten. We we don't know. Yeah. yeah we I didn't think we were I looked at the results, I'm like ninth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there was cars that actually I know there's one in particular that I talked to after the race that I think finished in front of us and thought he was on the lead lap, but actually ended up not being on the lead. Like we didn't oh, know okay. who was. We didn't know who was who. I mean, they didn't know either. I guess yeah. I don't know. It just got away from them a little bit. I guess I wasn't too annoyed by it. Um, by the end of the day, uh, I felt like Steve Zacharias and all his crew did a lot with a little. Yeah. Uh, they made a you know they made. I had a great experience. Uh, the qualifying format was nerve wracking yeah. and terrifying, but it was exciting for the fans. That worked as designed. The race was fun. The style of the format, the laps, I had a black. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. If they were having it, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'd try to go run it again. Um, only thing I would say is uh, they need a little bit, a little bit more, you know, a little bit more uh, uniform race control. Yep. Uh, I think with the race monitor going down, it it threw everything into chaos. There I think for everybody a saw it as a way to take advantage of it. Yeah, you know, too. They at need. That point. Yeah, there was a few things happening on their caution on the racetrack that I would have handled a little bit more sternly. Yep. Uh, there were some guys that were jump, you know. You know, jumping spots. Yeah. Right? Well, the bad part is they yeah. would try to line the cars up, and, and it, the flag man's out on the track, yeah. and he was that moving back nervous. and yeah. forth. Hmm. Yeah. Like, and he yeah. he would point a car yeah. by guys, and whoever was fighting with him would just drive by him. Guys and weren't. He listening. would turn yeah. around and like put his hands up. Yep. Yeah. Guys, yeah, it not. Was, guy, it was almost a little dangerous. It was. Yeah. It was dangerous. It made me nervous. Yeah. Watching and, it. Yeah. And drivers not obeying officials. I don't care who this guy is. I don't care who that official is. What his job yeah. is. What he what he does during the week. It doesn't matter when he's got that shirt on and he's telling you something. That's what you do. They warned a couple guys yeah. about four. But finally, about the fifth time, he was like, "Look, I'll just take you out of the race." And then the guy listens right that away. That should yep. be the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. should have about one opportunity. One opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to miss yeah. it. Well, I had a lot of fun. I hate to cut this short, but I got to get to my girls' school. They're having a little Thanksgiving thing today, and I know you got to get to work on the car. You yep. still getting this car ready for the for Southern National this weekend? Yep, yep. I worked on it. All day yesterday. Thanksgiving classic. It. Yeah. 50,000 um, to win. Yeah, hopefully the weather's a little shaky. Hopefully it clears up for us so yeah. we can have a great weekend out there. But, yeah, we're uh, those plans to take the car back, like I said, uh, patched it up a little bit and checked everything out and about ready to it's go. It's not too bad, is it? No, it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah well, I know, you'll, considering. I know yeah. you'll do a better job than I did uh, <laughs> in qualifying. I know you got a fast race car for the race, and you'll have plenty of speed at the end. But Yeah. Um, Thanks for everything this weekend from both of you. Had a blast. I can't wait to do it again. We'll figure out what we can do in 2023. Go run a couple races next year. We're definitely going to go run Wilkesboro, but good luck this weekend, Josh. Yeah, no, um, no, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, we, it's been a great experience both times we've went. You know, I think, like I said, he's done a really good job. Um, you know, he, he kind of, even the Wilkesboro thing, he's going to, you know, TJ's going to come spot for me next year in the Xfinity Series, which I'm really excited about that. Really, that all kind of started because of Wilkesboro, right? Like, yes. Like you mentioned, um, getting to hear him in that environment and be around, you know, realize, I'm like, man, that's, he did a really good job. I yeah. think I really had a good appreciation for that. And it was, it was a blast, man. I, like I said, I would go do it again tomorrow. For sure. All right. It well, was laid back. I enjoyed, Josh does a great job crew chief in it and making everything flow how it should. Yeah. And I know you get really nervous, but... If we could just skip practice and go right to the race, you're you're one of the best. I mean, you're you're one of the best. You're probably, I mean, you're one of the best out there. And and watching you save those tires like that and and do what you do, I knew wherever we started, we were going to be a factor. And like you said, you got in the top like three or five right there in me, and that's because 
of what you did in the race, you know, yeah. and the car Josh put underneath you and you took care of it. And But it was a lot of fun. Both of them races were a lot of fun. I'd do it again. TJ with did a, uh, Dale with a bodyguard. Yell, did Dale yell to you all during the race? People if he did, I walked over him because I never no. heard it. <laughs> I never once. No, I, if anything, I got probably the most animated because I was getting yeah. really mad at the lap cars. Or Josh, the, the caution. Josh has very little yeah. patience for any kind of nonsense. You know, nonsense. <laughs> he is like. Well, at one yeah. point, we're riding around for like four laps, and you're in the middle of a three wide, and you have like two feet on each side. And yeah. you yeah. know, at that point, you're picking up all the rubber on your tires, I'm trying to clean the you, tires. You, you can't yeah. swerve because you're like. You and that, that's the guy. And I know like, that I can't say, hey, hit that yeah, guy. Just hit him. Because you, you know would what do would it. happen? Yep, you would do it. I would do it. So I knew yeah. I couldn't say that. So I'm just like getting more and more angry the whole time. But no, it was like, <laughs> it's fun. The chat it, it was fun. Uh, to know, too, if TJ's performance earned him a boat, Dale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, maybe a camper now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's cold. I don't need I got, a boat. Hey, I'm getting rid of my pop up to get this new. Camping world. Uh, it needs to sleep. Uh, tag a, along. It needs to sleep for I'll at just least. Give, yeah, it does. I'll, <laughs> no. I'll just let you have my pop up. It's worth about three hundred bucks. <laughs> Good job, TJ. Hey, yeah, thanks. You know what? I just got the boat out of the lake. I'd let All you. Right. I'd let you borrow my boat during the winter time. Yeah, sounds oh, like sounds, sounds nice like cold, a great time. Nice cold. I got morning. my shorts on, ready yeah, for yeah. it right now. People You're good. You're from Buffalo. Uh, Jeremy wants to know if TJ ever wears pants because even on door bumper clear, it's never. I pants. do. It's just not quite cold enough yeah. yet. I don't plan on standing outside, so I'm okay. <laughs> when you go to the Bills game, you wear shorts too? Absolutely not. You prepare yeah. for the uh, conditions accordingly. Did you check in on everybody back home after the big snowstorm? Yeah, I mean, the football team got out, so I figure everybody's okay. okay. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's all that matters. You still got family up there, though. <laughs> well, they're a little south of there now, but they um, everybody's good and uh, – you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's a lot of snow. Well, I appreciate everybody tuning in. A lot of fun doing these live segments here at Dirty Mo Media at the Bojangle Studio. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, uh, TJ, for coming through. Um, we had so much fun at Florence. Thanks, Steve Zacharias and everybody at their team. Thanks, Flo. Everybody, all the drivers and teams that came out uh, from every every series uh, to be a part of that. That was so much fun just watching all that go down. Yeah, So many people. Was Packed awesome. house, 3,000 fans in the stands. <laughs> they were turning people away, I think, at 2 o'clock. Really? Yeah. 2 or 3 o'clock. That's yeah. a, I hate to hear that, man. But yeah, uh, It was so that's, full. That's, that's a, good a good problem, problem to have. Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to do it again, and we'll keep you all posted and uh, come out and check, out, check it out. It's so much fun going to these late mile stock races. Really laid back. Some amazing racing. Uh, that race, even as a fan, I think you, you, you it, it was just yep. a fun race to watch. A lot of passing, a lot of drama, and um, there's another one at Southern National <laughs> Sunday. Yep. That's right, Check Sunday it out. Southern National win should be a great race. How do people watch that? They got their own stream. Yep, they have the they, they have their own thing. It's on S- Southern National something. Yeah, SM yeah. Park. SM Park. It should be on their website. Yeah, it's a fast, high banked place too. It's it wears out the tires. So Diaz, the boy that parked his car on the front straightaway, mad because he got spun out and all that. That's his dad. Dad runs that racetrack, yeah. and, and and Mason will be working the yeah. facility. Is he racing in the race as well? No, no I think he's kind of <clears throat> stepped back from racing there. To that's so to interesting eight. to me. Yeah. He's a he's a, so Mason Diaz. He's fast. Yeah, he's a fast driver, but he's but his family runs this racetrack, so he steps out, and the whole whole family comes together to sort of put this whole yeah. Thanksgiving classic on. We race we've raced there a good bit, yeah. and you know Mason's always super hands on with it. 
um, it makes me like Mason a lot more seeing him yeah. in that. You know, he's mountain tires, yeah. he's selling gas, he's riding the four wheeler around, blowing rubber yeah. off the track. Yeah, so he'll be. That's I know cool. he's got a busy weekend coming up. Well, he made a little ass out of himself at Florence, but he's <laughs> yeah. really a good kid. Yeah, we yeah. like you, Mason. Yeah, I mean, he got he got wrecked and he wasn't <laughs> happy. So I mean, you can't park your car and get out of it. I mean, I know. I'm just saying he just he'll, wasn't happy. He'll live and learn. He hey, parked it on pit road in the way too, so he did it twice. Yeah, yeah. looks well, like race winner Butterbean's in the chat right now. All right, hey, congratulations to Butterbean. Um, I've raced him a lot. Good kid, really wants to try to make it in this uh, in the in, in racing, and he works hard at it. Got great attitude. Is that his first race with that team? You know, you know what else makes you mad? What is we were in front of him and Quapple yeah. at that point. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, I know. I'm sorry, it's my fault. We should have won the race. <laughs> we could have won the race. We could have won the race if I knew what yeah. I was. If I'd used, that just means everybody executed it. Mm-hmm. At least from mine, his. I point. didn't execute. <laughs> Twenty laps ago, I didn't execute. I did not execute. Did TJ execute? TJ executed. Yep. Josh executed. Everybody across the board except for me. Listen, we had laps, a shot at it, man. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Twenty <laughs> twice. laps to go. I got to. I got to calm down, man. I don't get to. You know what? I was telling you after the race. I was like, racecraft. Right. My racecraft was real shitty at the the last twenty laps of that race. And racecraft is like a knife. You got to keep it sharp. Yep. Yeah. All right. You can't just jump in a car and you know not being in a race car for six months or twelve months and think you're gonna drive this great yeah. race right you're gonna make mistakes and uh if you don't keep we race- had to go at that point like you, you there wasn't know, there you, wasn't any chilling so i was okay like i look you messed up a little bit i gotta get, i gotta be smarter off that corner and know that i don't need to push it that hard and and yeah. turn that guy around that's racecraft that's trying you know got to sharpen it up a little bit first two, guy two late model races in 25 yeah. years yeah they went yeah. okay yeah. yeah they went okay yeah. we'll get yeah. better yeah we'll no get better. We, get, we can't keep those i can't keep you know, making those mistakes. I got to be aware next time. I yeah. left both those tracks and woke up the next day looking back and thinking that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. So. Josh, the chat wants to know if there's any innovation on Dale's car in that race. Nope, that was the same car that I've ran. <clears throat> we, the same car we took to Wilkesboro, yep. same car I ran a handful of, t- handful of times at the beginning of the year. Actually, it's a couple years old. No, it's a new, it, it, we built it. This year? Its first race was at Florence in February. I actually won that race, and then we took it a couple more times, yeah. and, and then uh, – Dale ran at Wilkesboro. Good. Well, we'll get some more races out of it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great week. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yep. Uh, be safe in the holidays, uh, traveling around, seeing your family this weekend. And uh, go see Josh at the racetrack at Southern National on Sunday. There's a lot of racing there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Go check it out. It should be a lot of fun. If you get through that, uh, if you can get off the couch after uh, Thanksgiving, go see it. Check it out. See y'all. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.